This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Do you ever find this embedding that you like somebody and you want to root for them because you like them, but at the same side of the coin, you've got to bet with your brain? Because that's how, like, again, it's how I feel about Hard Knocks. So I'm going to have to watch Hard Knocks if it is the Jets. I know that they are, like, fighting tooth and nail to not have it be them. But I already kind of like the Jets. But if I watch a Hard Knocks and I see them like looking like they're a great team, it's going to be real hard for me not to bet on the Jets. Well, I get it. I mean, they are a team that they can cause some waves. And quarterback is clearly the most important position in all of sports. No question about it. So this is a team that's all they've needed. If you look at how they built this team over the past couple of seasons, this is what they've needed. A great quarterback. My only issue with the Jets is not the Jets. It's just that the AFC is so hyper competitive and there's so many mm-hmm. great quarterbacks in that conference in particular compared to the NFC. It's just the AFC is is so much more talented top to bottom than the NFC. So it's going to be difficult to get out, but the value is certainly there. Yeah, uh, I just have to watch myself because I'm definitely going to be in the throes of watching Hard Knocks and falling in love with the New York Jets. Well, which quarterbacks are we falling in love with when it comes to prolific seasons? We're going to take a look at the passing props uh, for some of these divisions and some of these quarterbacks. AFC North, NFC South, NFC North, and AFC South. So, Jenks, I think you start with which quarterback you think is going to miss some time, which quarterback you think is in trouble of losing their jobs, because I feel like those are probably the best angle on taking unders. So for me, I was looking at Anthony Richardson. Do we think he starts the entire year? Because I know his prop is very low. It is 2,599 and a half. And to put that into perspective, Ryan Tannehill was around this number last year. And only played 12 games. Like, we know Anthony Richardson, the knock on him is that maybe he's going to have some trouble throwing and completing passes in the NFL. So I think I'd start there. Maybe an under on Anthony Richardson, who I think that they're going to lean on his legs and have him run the ball uh, uh, quite a bit, especially as he's learning the game speed of the NFL, which I think is the biggest difference between the college ranks and the NFL is it's faster and the defensive linemen are coming at you a lot quicker. Are there any unders on here? Or are you going straight overs? No, I would look at the under on maybe Bryce Young, just because I'm not quite now the number is low, but also maybe Desmond Ritter too. You know what? The more I think about Desmond, ah, then again, they have Bijan, they have some weapons. I don't know. I think Bryce Young, just because when you're talking about a rookie quarter, I don't know how he's going to perform, and I think it's very difficult to get thrown into the mix so very quickly as a rookie quarterback and start from day one. That's a very difficult thing to do, no matter how talented you are. So that's maybe one under I would look at. Also, Desmond Ritter, it's I'm just not necessarily convinced that he's the answer in Atlanta. And Double D could talk about this because he does not like Desmond Ritter, and also he is a Falcons fan, so he will have more insight than I would. But at least looking at the NFC South, and also this is a bad division anyway, so those are a couple of unders that stick out to me just off the top. Yeah, because I think that's the probably the strongest angle, like I said. That or a quarterback who you think might have injury concerns, which maybe there's a couple on this list, but nobody that I would bank on, especially at mm-hmm. these numbers. So let's go the other way. 
are there any quarterbacks on this list that you think are going to have a really prolific season? And I say that by knowing that you're also playing a number because some of these quarterbacks can have prolific seasons, but yet they can still go under their passing props because some of these are pretty high. Like Joe Burrows is 4,349 and a half. Kirk Cousins has a pretty high one too at 4,324 and a half yards. Are there any quarterbacks, like I said, that you think really light it up when it comes to the yardage in respect to their numbers? Hmm. I'm trying to figure out. I like the under on Jordan Love, by the way. Maybe Kirk Cousins. Maybe. I don't know. I, I kind of, here's what. I like Jared Goff a lot. If you look at Jared Goff, I know a lot of people are hot on the Lions this year just as a team. But if you look at Jared Goff's numbers since he came over from the Rams, he has been surprisingly great. And he's gotten better. And I think he's just in a system that suits him better. You'd be surprised to see how successful he has been over the last season or two in Detroit. So this is a guy that I think if the Lions are going to be as good as people think they're going to be, and they are favored to win the division, then it's going to also depend on Jared Goff having a big season. And also, too, this number seems a shade low. Plus, he doesn't have the name that a Joe Burrow has, that a Patrick Mahomes has. And sometimes I feel like when you're trying to bet on these big-name quarterbacks, then you're not necessarily getting the value that you deserve because people, of course, want to bet on the over when it comes to Joe Burrow. Of course, they want to bet on the over when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. But Jared Goff is not one of those guys you say, oh, Jared Goff's going to have a great season. But I think he could. I don't think he necessarily even has to have a great season. He just has to put up yards. And he's hit this in four of his last five seasons. The only time he didn't get it was in 2021 with the Lions when he only played 14 games. Last year, he played in all 17 games and went for 4,438 uh, 4, passing yards last season. So the more he becomes the entrenched guy with Detroit, I think they're going to give him more of a leash to be uh, the focal point of that offense, which sounds strange because Jared Goff is, you know, not an MVP candidate. You know, he's not somebody yeah. who's like Patrick Mahomes. who's going to put up 5,000 yards. But still, as somebody who has looked to be pretty durable, like I'm looking at his career and his mm -hmm. game blogs, like he's played at least 14 games in every season since 2017. So you need that too. If you want to take the over on somebody, mm -hmm. you got to make sure that they don't have a history of missing a ton of games. So I think you stumbled across a good one when it comes to Jared Goff. So you said you like the under on Jordan Love. Tell us why. Because I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a bad quarterback. <laughs> I don't know who he's going to be throwing to. Seriously, whenever you've seen Jordan Love, and this is not personal because I liked him coming out of what, Utah? state but he's had time to be groomed under aaron Rodgers. anytime we've seen jordan love on the field seriously have you ever seen jordan love go out and say oh this guy looks like he's ready for the nfl i haven't seen that at all i don't think the packers are going to be any good who are his weapons i don't even know who his weapons are in green bay so you're talking about a guy who has proven really nothing at the nfl level even in short spurts he hasn't looked good I don't know who he's going to throw to, and this is not going to be a very good football team now that Aaron Rodgers is gone because he has carried them forever. Aaron Rodgers has had to elevate the receiving core around him. I don't see Jordan Love doing that, so I would really, really take a hard look at the under. I'm just not sold on him at all. 
Yeah, here's the case for the under on Jordan Love. And it has nothing to do with if you think he is a good quarterback or not. Because look at Aaron Rodgers in this offense last year. He threw for 3,695 yards. You're telling me that Jordan Love is only going to be like 200 yards short? Uh, short, short, God. Said short. Love that. Love that for me. Um, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers was only 200 yards ahead of this. Like, no, I don't see it happening for Jordan Love, who if you watch him in a game situation, he has not been good. So I think this number is just squarely too high. And also, this is banking on that he plays 17 games of the season. So I don't really like the over on that one as well. I think I would take a long, hard look at the under. Kirk Cousins is an interesting one because we have brought this fact up on the show several times, the fact that he is in a contract season, and I think he certainly has something to prove here if he wants to continue as the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not sure if it's going to matter what his regular season numbers are or not because the knock on him is not the regular mm -hmm. season. It's the postseason. But we know this guy is very good at stat padding. So if anybody can get this high number, I think maybe it's Kirk Cousins who is going to be motivated to play every single game. Like, he's not going to take a game off mm -hmm. just because, you know, he's not feeling great that week. Uh, this is a high number, though, at 4,324 and a half. Do we think it's going to be a prolific season for Kirk Cousins? Because remember, he doesn't have mm -hmm. to have a great season. He just needs to yeah. get this number. Yeah, he probably will. That's when Kirk Cousins thrives. He puts up those big numbers in the regular season. Then the postseason comes around. <laughs> Nothing absolutely nothing so yeah he certainly has the weapons and he can put up good numbers he's just so oh, i can't believe i used to be a kirk cousins apologist i feel like i'm at a alcoholics anonymous meeting i am michael and i used to support kirk cousins i feel so bad i i, I thought he was going to just tear it up in minnesota and he's just been a stats monster but hasn't won anything so yeah if we're going to bet on him the regular season is the time to do it and also look at the division yes the lions are the lions are the favorites but ultimately you're playing in a weak division now so the vikings should be able to run it up against the bears against the packers even have some success against the lions so i don't mind that play at all i think it is very high but i think he could possibly get it like it's not a bet that i'm making but i do think that the over is definitely in play and then here's the beat writer special. If you believe the quotes coming out of what we have heard from the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson and the, the I want to call them the Orioles, the Ravens, have been talking mm -hmm. about how they're going to throw the ball so much more this year. It's going to be more of a passing style offense. So do you believe what they are saying? And will you be taking a look at an over on Lamar Jackson's passing total, which is 3,499 and a half yards. These are too many numbers to read. Uh, do you like the over here? <laughs> I, I would stay away from this one. I can see him going over, and I will give full credit to the Ravens. I think OBJ is overrated. Just look at the numbers. He hasn't been amazing. He hasn't even been a pro bowler since his time with the Giants, by the way. Had that great half season with the Rams, full credit there. But I like that they brought in Zay Flowers. Mark Andrews is a total stud. He has the weapons, but also, and I think a motivated Lamar Jackson is going to be a very good Lamar Jackson, but I saw some tape the other day that I was looking at on Twitter, and it was showing that Lamar Jackson last year before he got injured really missed a lot of open downfield throws. So 
Part of that, I think, has to do with the weaponry around him. Part of that, and he's a, he's a solid passer. I don't buy into this idea that Lamar can just run. I think that's that's dumb and way overstated. He can pass the ball. He's just not as accurate as he could have been. So what does that mean? Maybe he has a ceiling here where he has room to improve. It's just that he is so dynamic with his legs that I I worry a little bit about betting the over here. So that's probably a stay away for me. Also, he has not hit this number ever, ever. So you look at this number at 3499, which I am getting good at, you know, reading all of these numbers, even in the season where he was the MVP, I believe that was 2019, if I'm not mistaken, he finished with 3,127 passing yards. And Bill's doing the quick math math here, our executive producer. It's 206 yards over 17 games for Jackson to go over, which seems really low. But again, he hasn't ever hit this. Yeah, I don't. I think that's another one I'd stay. These are. This is just not my favorite market. I hate to say that. It's so difficult for me to. It's like you said, Shelsa. These are so many numbers, and you really have to go into the weeds here to figure out and look at the averages if you want to figure out a winner here. So those are my plays. I'm just sticking to those. I need one of those TI-89 calculators. Remember those? The really expensive ones yeah. that had, like, all of the buttons? That's what I need. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.